Welcome to the Canvas Rebel Podcast, where we believe your story matters. Your viewpoint and your insights matter. In our view, there is far too much coverage of the trends that ivory tower professors and billionaire fund managers are seeing. What's the edge in hearing the billionaire consensus view over and over again? The edge comes from hearing new perspectives and new information, like from the wedding planner who's worked with hundreds of couples during the pandemic and has noticed that new couples are allocating significantly more of their wedding budgets on small details like personalized neon signs, or hearing from an accountant who's seeing how there is a huge uptick in e-commerce clients generating revenue from in-person pop-ups. Those sorts of insights are what Canvas Rebel is all about. And today, Madison is chatting with some of our content partners about trends and lessons learned. Content partners help us in so many ways from sponsoring our mission to spreading the word about the work that we do and collaborating with us on content like this. And so with no further ado, here's Madison with today's panel. Hi, everyone. My name is Madison. I am so excited to be back with another episode of our podcast, talking about having purpose beyond a profit. I work in the social media marketing world, but I do actually have an extensive nonprofit background as well. It's not something I really talked about much on the podcast thus far, but having a purpose beyond profits is something that is near and dear to my heart. And I have three extremely talented individuals here with me today to share a little bit more on that topic. So let's dive in with some introductions. I'll start. Hi, I'm Amber Mikesell. I am the founder or one of the founders of an organization called Suivera. We're located in Scottsdale, Arizona, and our whole purpose is pretty simple. It's about love. And when we looked out across, all right, what is one thing that we can bring to the world that there's not enough of, but we can never have too much of. So that kind of gave us a big runway it really was all around love. So we dedicated ourselves to creating a nonprofit, All Faiths Organization, that used love as that common language to span our perceived kind of differences that we have, but connect those commonalities so that we could start learning from one another and creating these bridges. So instead of having all these fences that divided us, we started really talking to one another and learning from one another and creating the communities that we once had, but somehow seemed to get away from us. Mm, wow. I'll go next. My name is Greg Crafter. I own Produced. Uh, we are an indoor hydroponic farm that we operate here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, we grow culinary foods that work inside of our indoor hydroponic garden systems that we provide for consumers. Uh, our main goal is to provide fresh, sus sustainable, affordable food for everyone. I love that. Um, I love that as well. That's, uh, my name is Erica Opalski. I'm based here in Huntington Beach, California. Um, my small business is called 44Co. It's named after, on average, 4.4 children enter the foster care system here in the U.S. on a daily basis. And so what we do is create travel bags um, with purpose. And 4.4% of all of our proceeds go back to CASA, which we were able to partner with last month, um, which is very exciting because we worked very hard to uh, get to this point. Um, 
And our whole idea is to just make things not only be able to give back, um, but make things as sustainable as possible and as responsibly as possible. Right on. That's amazing. Well, let's jump right in. What does it mean to have a purpose beyond a profit? Oh, wow. That, that's, that, <laughs> that's a tough I'll, question. I'll take, I'll, I'll take a quick stab at it and I'll yeah. sort of let the ladies um, go as well. But, you know, when I, when I think about purpose, um, for me, it's always tied to people in some type of capacity. And, you know, if your passion, uh, if you're passionate about what you're doing, uh, you eventually find your purpose. And uh, again, what drives me is being able to benefit and help others. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times when you do that, we've all heard the saying that, you know, if you do something you'll love, you'll never work a day in your life. Although you do work hard and it feels that way, um, the profit, they come. It comes, but at least you're tied to what you're truly passionate about. And hopefully for me, I, I can say that that means being tied to people and helping people in some capacity. Yeah. And on top of that, it's also do what you love and the money will follow, too. Yes. So I feel like if you're doing things authentically and then people will want to support you. And I think that that's where I found the most success is um just like you know bringing awareness like this is what i want to do maybe our margins aren't as good as they could be but um people are willing to spend that extra dollar because they know it's going somewhere good and it makes them feel good they know you've done the research to get to that point too so that's kind of uh just jumping on your bandwagon there greg yeah no that that's it yeah and ultimately i would say For those of us who are in this, and I don't know if the two of you found this, but when you start to follow that passion, people are always like, sign me up. I get that. (laughs) And so they're not the first ones right there at the door to hand you money to say, yes, I understand what you're doing. I'm going to give you all of this fun. So that passion has to get you past that point of, okay, well, I have to believe in this enough, or we who are building this have to believe in this enough that we're willing to push through the hard times and the times when we're questioning, okay, can I make this? Can I do this? And we're going to do it anyway. And we're going to push through the question in our own mind sometimes because our hearts are so dedicated to what we're doing that we're going to find that path that eventually leads to the profit. Because as both of you said, it will come. Yep. We just have to have that passion that drives us to the point of profitability. And I think... All all of what you said resonated so deeply with me. It it speaks volumes to the amount of courage that you all have to take that leap of faith and know that it is a little bit scary, you know, not knowing if that money will come in or if the profit margins are lower, Um, having that trust and caring so deeply about what you're each passionate about and still choosing to pursue that every single day is incredible. So kudos to each of you for doing that because that is by no means an easy task whatsoever. It's funny you say that. I was just thinking like there was just never a question in my mind. I was like, I have to do this. And I, right. Absolutely. There, there's some days that you're. I look back now thinking, what was I thinking? That was so scary, but it didn't even <laughs> cross my mind in the beginning. It was like, no, I have a mission. This is my plan and it's going to work. It has to. 
<laughs> I, I feel like for me, I, I get almost tempted when I see my friends or other people in my community who have these really stable, consistent incomes and they work these corporate jobs. And I'm not sure if any of you are still in the nine to five world in addition to, to running these companies, but I'm almost drawn to that security, but immediately I snap right back into reality and realize that pursuing my passion, although it's not as profitable right now, it will be like you do what you love. The money will follow. Just like we just said, it's, it's hard, but it's worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. When you have people who tell you that too, that's yes. one thing I would say to those of us in this, if anybody's entering it, you get people who will tell you that it's going to be easier if you just split your time, but sometimes then you're just splitting your focus yep. and that can actually pull you away from being as successful as yeah. you could be in the industry that is pulling your heart. Yeah. Oh no, I was I was just gonna say that was very well stated because I, I experienced that very thing. You know, I spent twenty, I don't know, twenty-three years in corporate and it it wasn't that my stability was there because it was, you know, both financially and everything else, but just my my being, my purpose. I could never align my purpose with what I was doing. So, yeah. you know, that passion is it's a somewhat of a thin line when you talk about passion versus what you're good at, but mm -hmm. it's two completely different things. Yeah. And as soon as you make that commitment, like you were saying, Erica, it's, it's something that, you know, no matter what you're going to do it, you don't know how, I don't think you're supposed to always know how, but you just go in that direction and it just unfolds. Yeah. One foot in front of the other. Definitely. Well, my next question, I would love to know how you each create meaningful connections through your work. Well, I think just across the board, it's just being authentic and being like, I know this sounds, I've, maybe I've read one too many Brene Brown books, but I was definitely <laughs> thinking that were just like, that's me, that's what I do. And somebody put words to it. Um, but it's true. Like, I feel like the times that I've come across as, oh, I'm going to go to this formal event and I feel like I have to be this stuffy person or be this particular way. Um, I don't get as much out of that as uh, you know, and then time, the times that I come away and I'm like, I'm my goofy self that I don't have all the answers and I'm clumsy and I say the wrong words sometimes, most of the time. But, you know, at the end of the day, like the people then reach out to me again and you're like, oh, I thought I was being, you know, a complete goober or whatever it is. But the point is, I think that just being authentic across the board to yourself and like owning up to the flaws that you have or, you know, embracing the things that you know you're good at like I feel like just across the board I've made the best connections that way through work and friends and I even have my business partner because because of that she just was a, you know we just she just kind of was drawn to me that way and that's how it's worked out so well too so that's my answer yeah and I have found that to be true as well. I love that we're all kind of we have similar experiences because yes ultimately we've found that being just inclusive and authentic and vulnerable when we mess up, because I don't know about you guys, but we didn't start out of the gate being perfect, even in business, let alone as people. Yeah. And so our organization, like we messed up a few times and had to send out messages to our whole community saying, well, we 
yeah, sorry, our bad. <laughs> and like send them new links to things that we had created because we have courseworks and things like that. Or we switched platforms and the platform switch didn't go 100%. So we had to send them new stuff and say, okay, that platform switch didn't go well. And so just owning when things didn't go perfectly and yeah. saying, okay, that's life, but we're yeah. learning just like you are. Absolutely. And it just, people feel better knowing that you're willing to say, all right, we messed up and we're learning. Yeah. It's being a human being. And I don't think it's enough of us that are willing to show those human moments because we all have them. And I, I think people connect more when they see that genuineness, like, look, we're, we're human beings. We're, we're, we're all connected and we're all going to be uh, different. We're going to make those mistakes. And, but it, that's the common tie that binds us all. If we could recognize that even more and, and people are drawn to you, Erica, you said it, you know, people just show up you know, when they see that side of you and, and it's, it's great because it gives you more encouragement. It's like, wow, I was carrying all this weight when I didn't necessarily need to. Right. Yes. And, and something to tag on was that something I always tell my children is like, nobody is born knowing how to do anything. You have to learn it all. And that even comes, you forget that as an adult too, right? Oh, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. And if you're not, that's also but it's okay to make mistakes because you want to learn and you want to grow even into, you know, my 90s. I still want to be doing that. Yes. Never stop learning. That is so important because once you stop learning, you become stagnant and no growth happens when you're stagnant. That's that's something I'm really focusing on is to continue to be a student every day, no matter what, whatever that, that looks like for me. I constantly need to be learning and growing and expanding. Well, my next question, what is one piece of advice you'd want to give to our listeners looking to enter either the world of nonprofit work or uh, charitable giving or just being involved in their community more? What, what piece of advice would you share with our listeners? Research what's already out there is a big one for me, just for collaboration purposes, if nothing else. Because the more that we can connect with one another, like even reading about the two of you was incredible because immediately I started thinking, how can we align and help lift one another up? And in the nonprofit world, when we first started a few years ago, we even found in our area that there was almost like competition in business in the nonprofit sector. We were like, huh. That was interesting. Let's yeah. let's create community even in the nonprofits. Yeah. And start talking to each other and figure out how we can build one another up because we're all working toward common purpose in these different segments. So if we pull our funds together, we pull our resources and we start to build one another up, then if our purpose is our purpose, we're going to get there faster. Mm. And so if you're seeking to get into that segment, and you start doing that, then you can start to learn whom you can lean on in order to achieve these goals a little bit faster. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. You're And you're absolutely right. And that's what I was going to say somewhat similar talk. You got to talk to people. You've got to, and not just people, you've got to talk to people that are 
either doing what you're doing or in the same space in some capacity because if you're going to be doing something really great there's no way you can do it by yourself it's i don't think it's designed for you to do it by yourself so it's going to take others and it's going to take people that um have strengths where you're weak and vice versa and that's i think it's supposed to be that way yeah that's really well said and i also think it's uh to me it was expect the unexpected and just learning how to pivot because I feel like just one of my weaknesses I know 100% is I get tunnel vision. Like that's what I'm doing. I'm going to go for that. And that's all I see. Um, and so I've, you know, I've, I've done all the research. I've checked all the boxes. I've created my business plan. I have my funds. I have, you know, everything's all aligned in my world. And then you have to realize, oh, shoot, okay, this part isn't working. And I want to naturally for, like keep pushing it. And then I've had, to, I think that's where I've just grown as a person, even through the, owning this business is pivoting and like, okay, well, let's try this because maybe this thing that we thought was going to work isn't. And it's, you know, that's actually really helped. And I've just kind of at this point, not thrown my hands up and given up, but just throw my hands up and be like, okay, I got to, I got to reevaluate every so often and kind of, you know, figure out that maybe my thought wasn't necessarily right for this particular scenario. And that's okay. And that's part of the process too. So I think like, yeah, you can have all your everything, all your ducks in a row and your, your business plan made, but it's okay to have that as like a li living, breathing document so that you can evolve um, yes. on your way. I think the biggest lesson I learned, so I worked for a nonprofit called the Dream Center in Los Angeles that works with people experiencing homelessness. And then I worked at Seattle's Union Gospel Mission, which is an organization that's very similar to that. And the biggest piece of advice that I learned with my few years of experience there was to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because that industry is ever changing. And as soon as I, just like you said, felt like I had all my ducks in a row, things were going good, something so crazy would happen. It would shift everything. And I had to be flexible and adaptable and be willing to throw all of the prep work out the window and just embrace whatever change we had to make in that moment. And I think that's just such a good lesson for life in general, regardless of that's the nonprofit or the for-profit profit or the corporate world. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because it's not easy at all. Yeah. Those are all very good lessons. Yes. Words of wisdom. I would love to know if each of you have a mentor and if so, how have they shaped your entrepreneurial journey? Oh, wow. I've, I've got a bunch of mentors. Amazing. I, I, I plan on keeping mentors. Yes. You know, some people call them advisors and mentors, but I have a team of mentors that, you know, it's people that you trust. And I would highly recommend any and everybody that's looking into going into some kind of business or just to enhance you as an individual. You should have mentors, people that you trust and not not people that will just listen all the time, but some people that will challenge you because sometimes that's where you find your growth. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. A team of mentors all, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's super important. To, and also like how lucky to have a, yeah. you know, a, a panel of people that you can go to. And I think 
I've, I've had the same way, whether it's my father, who's been really good inspiration or my mom um, or, you know, friends and just people along the way that I've worked with. Um, it's so nice that I have a, a panel of people that just to call up in all kinds of random scenarios. Um, and then that's true, Greg, like having somebody that can challenge you, like, hey, stop, what are you doing? And you're like, um, you're, okay, I, I know now. Let's reel it back that, in. <laughs> yeah, like, let's reel it back in. Or, or yeah, or like, yeah, having somebody to put that mirror up in front of you to take a look, second look and say, because sometimes it's really hard to do whether our egos get in the way or whatever it is. Um, yeah, I think just, you know, a mentor can be anybody too. It can be, yeah, can be, <laughs> sometimes they end up talking to the guy at the grocery store far too long and they're like, well, have you thought about this? And you're like, oh, that's a really great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just, um, you know, not like I get all my advice from the guy at the grocery store, but you know, it's just an example. Nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong with that. <laughs> Moms and yeah, bosses and people, even like people, you know, something that my dad taught me that I thought was one of the best advices I ever, ever a piece of advice I ever got was be kind to everyone because you, A, you never know who you're going to work for one day. And everybody's going through something. And so like, I, you know, talk to the cleaning lady at the office and find out what's happening in her family and what, you know, maybe there's something that I'll learn from that too. So absolutely, I think it's just kind of across the board too. And I think that goes back to what you said, Madison, be a student of everything, right? When you're a student from everyone, then everyone has something to teach you, which is great as a mentorship. Because, yeah, you can learn something from anybody if you're open to it. Mm -hmm. And so I agree. I have mentors across the board. But I also, you know, like love is kind of a thing. <laughs> and so I look at love almost as a mentor because I can step back and ask myself, like, what would love do in this situation? If love was actually an embodied being, like sitting right here next to me, taking your belief system out of it, because many have belief systems where, you know, love was incarnated, but it truly was, you know, what would love do in a situation? And how would that look? Or if I take the passage from the Bible of, you know, love is patient, love is kind, love does not boast. Well, I can flip that in. And if my goal is to be loving, then I can say, I am patient, I am kind. So how can I show that in the situation I'm in right now? And that's a mentorship approach where I'm learning something from something that isn't a person, but it's still an opportunity. Mm -hmm. and so again, going back to what you said, like everything can show us something and can yeah. mentor us in our life. I love that. Well, my last question, I know this wasn't on my original list. I would love to just know what the rest of 2023 has in store for each of you and your companies. What can we expect? What's in the in the books? Well, I am very excited because we're going to our first trade show. This is part of um, oh, amazing that, that pivot where we were. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, we were trying. Thank you. We were trying to do direct to consumer. Um, and it, you know, it was a great strategy when we were, you know, coming out of lockdown. And, um, but we realized, you know, we do need to reach more buyers and get our brand out more. And so this is part of that. Well, profits, the profit margin is going to change a little bit, but we are going to have a lot more visibility. Um, so anybody in Miami Swim Week uh, this July, we will be there. Amazing. <laughs> um, That's so yeah. fun. 
super excited about that. And some new product coming out that's with recycled fabrics. And um, so it'd be nice. That's incredible. Congratulations. Yay. Thank you. I'm very excited. I'm smiling outside, but I'm like shaking inside. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> I already, I already can see it. I just know in my heart that that's going to be a huge pivotal moment for you. Thank you. How about you, Greg? Yeah, for us, we're we're going to be scaling here very shortly. So uh, that's a it's an exciting moment for us. It's yes. uh, it it is nervous, but I, I think that allows you to have a healthy respect for what you're about to take on. So uh, we're excited about it, and uh, we're just looking to see how that's going to impact people's lives. I love that. Very exciting. Incredible. Well, on this end, we are going to have our first retreat for our organization. So like you, Erica, we're kind of like shaking on the inside, (laughs) but it's coming along very nicely. We're partnering up with some other organizations to make that happen. Um, We have some books that are going to be released. We just launched a membership program and that has taken off and we have a podcast called the heart leader podcast which is trending very well so just looking for more partnerships and alliances and yeah it's a beautiful time and we're very excited amazing thank you all so much for your time today this is such an inspirational conversation and i definitely have some strong takeaways from this, which is really special. And I I know our listeners absolutely will too, but we definitely need to connect and and stay in touch so I can see what you're up to this year. Love it. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, thank you.